Don't you think I kind of look like Sam Elliott? Uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Right? Like an ugly Sam Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 132 for May 16th, 2016. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. I was going to oh. do the whole Superman, but I can't get the high note. So, <laughs> so stop That's okay. That's, that was that's okay. nice that you've been practicing, though. That's, that, that was pretty shows. good. It I was shows. waiting for you guys to log in. So Every lunch hour for the last week. That's dedication, <laughs> man. Well, it was two hours. Long lunch. Yeah. Wow. Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Mike Jeffcoat, Jim Bashirs, Brad Dudenhofer, Paul Jackman, and the Caballeros over at Maybe I've Said Too Much. So, did we all see the scene, the shower scene? We saw it, right? All of us saw the shower scene? Well, all the three of us. Potentially not the five thousand people that listen to the podcast, though. Oh, yeah, that would well, that would be a, a lot shame of them if did. they did. Yeah. I think a lot of people saw it. I mean, yeah. it was the shower heard around the world. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you describe it to our listeners in vivid detail, please? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard no. Yeah, that's, that's a, a hard, hard no. That's a hard no. But I will say this: that the shower scene has always been synonymous with the what Psycho, the Psycho movie. Which is super appropriate scene. when it comes to Mike Laffey. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Now, now it's associated with Mike Laffey. So the yeah. the, the, the what do you he call is an it? attractive torch? blonde getting murdered frequently. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I'm not sure that he is the blonde in the shower. Oh, I'm so, I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Yeah. 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 After yeah. the blonde was lying in a pool of blood at the bottom of the shower, then Mike steps in. That's yeah. that's how I envision it. No. Yeah, it was. It was I was thinking more like he's the psycho killer. That's, that's what the, I just. That's what I just said. The, oh, when he why steps sneaking in, into the shower? Because he's got blood After all over she's him. Dead. He's got to clean up. Oh, I'm not sure that's a strategic move you'd want to make. You'd probably want. It's to actually that. it's very strategic. You got to watch where you. Oh, step. The water's already There's there. There's blood everywhere. There's a body mm-hmm. laying down there. You got to be careful. You don't trip. Someone you hit your scream, head. You got to get out of dodge and quick. Yeah. No, I mean if you fell and hit your head, and then eventually the police would show up and they would find you there unconscious with the, it, it would ruin your alibi. That's all I'm saying. Here's the thing. I'm super glad that you're this horrible a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) So that's terrific, I think. Also, I think Casey would be relieved to know that you are horrible at murdering wives or or women altogether, I think. So that's great. Okay. Anybody that's ever met us knows that whoever's butt's going to be kicked ain't going to be hers. That's true. Yeah. That's true. She would be the murderer to murder you. Yeah. She's a butt kicker. Yeah. That's why we like her. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hey, what are we working on? What's what's the deal? What's uh, let's see here, let's go let's go with uh, Pinchy Face Magoo there, Bill Lutz. What are you working on? <laughs> I am uh, I'm working on my uh, the the two guitars. One of which is going to have a matching amp. I'm excited about that. Ooh. I've got a, oh, that's a cool. nice little, 
I, I've got a, a practice amp that I found at a thrift store that I'm going to gut it and uh, put it inside a matching cigar box. <laughs> so, no, it's a little better than that, I think. This is a toy. It's from a, it was from okay. a toy kit. Yeah, it it's only a little better, though. No, it's a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm working on my guitars, and I'm getting ready for Maker Fair. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, people coming to California for this event, and a couple of those people are coming to my house. So we're trying to get things prepped and ready for all the how many folks. How many of these people come into your house? I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I think. Seven or eight. Wow. That sounds a little maker unfair, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eight, I should leave. eight people do not make a fair. Hmm. Yeah. No? Yeah. I don't know. Not, I mean, it only takes two people to have an affair. Well, I think it takes or three. Or seven. Yeah, that's... That'd be a heck of an affair. Hey, that, speaking yeah. of a, a heck of an affair, um, <laughs> I should have left on the last one. Yeah, I, I want to say uh, anybody that's coming to Maker Fair uh, Bay Area this weekend, Friday, Friday evening after I get home from work, there will be a get together, meet up, hang out at the Lutz Casa. So come on over. Uh, I'll have some beer and some bourbon and some uh, Southern Comfort that I won't be drinking, but you're welcome to any and all of that. Bring your own if you'd like. And uh, let's hang out and shoot the shenanigans for a while. Good cover. Well played. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Wish I could uh, make it. Okay. Long drive. Yeah. 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 I'm actually in San Francisco that weekend, and I literally have nothing to do, but I can't do it. So. <laughs> well, it's the restraining order, isn't it? Pretty much. They won't let me go near you. Um <laughs> Tim, why don't you go next? What do you? What do you? you know, why don't you, you go work- next, Phil? You're always making us go first. What are you working on? Well, that's that's the way the show goes. It's, I go last because then I segue into the next thing. We talked about this before. So, Tim, uh, what are you? Uh, what are you working on there? Well, I land in San Francisco on Friday evening, <laughs> but I'm, I'm busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, um, uh, feel the love, man. Just feel the love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to get in the way. We yeah. are saying these things because we are super jealous and would love to be there and to hang out with you, obviously. But yeah. this is the way we passive-aggressively, you know, cope with it. Yeah, by putting you down. <clears throat> Correct. <laughs> Which I think is healthy. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's beneficial for me, at least. I have my own Karen, so... You know, <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. I love that okay. my therapist has got more actual time on our podcast than I do. Yeah, and she doesn't have to pay us like Paul Jackman to get his name set. <laughs> she is get she, no joke. She probably has some referral business. Ask her next time. I, you know, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Wouldn't it be great if we were able to have like our first like full endorsement is like sponsored by a Karen? Yeah. Are you the feeling, maker's therapist? And we Are read you her thirty insecure about your wood. <laughs> Karen, the therapist for makers. Not sure how to handle your tools. Yeah, exactly. We can walk you through that. Sorry, Tim. It. What were you working on? Uh, I, I really, I really want to do that. I think we should try to see if we can get the most ridiculous like sponsors. <laughs> like that'd be hilarious. You know, um, uh, do you ever listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the podcast, the NPR uh, game show? They. I want to say yes. To not hurt your feelings. Oh, that's okay if you haven't. But it's it, it's like a news quiz, and they they have you know current events kind of jokes and stuff. But they're busting the on. They, ask? they were busting on um, uh, Trader Joe's for starting a podcast, 
and they were just going off on this whole thing of like it's like Trader it's basically, Joe's started a podcast. Yeah, and so they were busting on it, right? Like how ridiculous that is. It's like going to Trader Joe's now. When you leave Trader Joe's, you have to be stuck in Trader Joe's again, and, you know, yeah. this whole thing. And so the the following week, okay. this week's podcast, they had to, the guy had to read a Trader Joe's ad. They bought sponsorship in front of his show, and he's like, and he had to do it deadpan. He couldn't like make fun of it because it was paid, oh you know. Awesome. How ridiculous is sauced up? They are the worst. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad I don't have a sauced up. Yeah. And we want to deal with those people every day. Or them day. paying us. <laughs> yeah. Or Powermatic. They're the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, what am I up to besides throwing out my sauced up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um,. I'm about to go into Well Troy from ArborTech came to visit me yes. <laughs> really well, ArborTech is the worst uh, No no, I mean the they're the best company ever <laughs> <laughs> Their tools suck No but, but seriously that was what I was about to talk about Was uh, that Troy from ArborTech He was in the area you know Because he's, he's a salesman for ArborTech And they only have like a couple guys in, in the states Because it's an Australian company But he was in the area so he came by my shop and brought his tools And we were like carving up an old guitar body uh, and, and that stuff was really cool. Like, I, because I use angle grinders and power carving, but I'd never used any of their product. I use like Sanders and some other products and stuff. But their stuff is like, it's like really cool. So I'm going to hopefully do a project with them and see if mm-hmm. I can get my hands on some Arbortech stuff in the process. Um, and then besides yeah. that, I'm working on some guitars, uh, of course, and I'm working on some furniture. I think I talked about it last week in a chess set and, and some just trying to business as usual, you know? Business as usual. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, How about you, Phil? I, Are you allowed to ask that now? I mean, is it yeah. okay to Because that ruins your stick now? of saying, well, since you never asked. <laughs> Actually, kind of did ruin it, but it's fine. I guess I can recover from this. <laughs> um, you have a segue, though, right? Do you need help with the segue? Because I can help you. Um, actually, I wouldn't mind your help with my segue. So, uh, where <laughs> I'm going with that... I had a, I had a bunch of stuff actually this week. I did some more of that uh, that piece piecework stuff that I did before. Yeah. Um. So I had to do some a lot of whole boring, which ended up being very boring work actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I he had like a hundred eight foot long lengths of one by four that needed a dado in it. So for two hours I was just running dados. So I guess they're technically grooves, actually. Um, <laughs> And uh, and I and it occurred to me that it was Mother's Day the other day, and uh, I forgot to get flowers or really anything like that. So while I sent my wife and my daughter out to get manicures, I ran into the garage and made like a little CNC Mother's Day uh, picture frame. Oh well, yeah, I saw that. Very nice. Yeah, it was nice. Very cool. So that 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 uh, thank God for that <laughs> for that CNC because that was. She was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I was like, I know. It planned it over a week. Yeah. <laughs> All those Ten hours trips. to do. Yeah, yeah. I was working so on that. Are, are holidays uh, such as Mother's Day, Father's Day, all that stuff, the same in Canada? Yes. The only the only one that's different is Thanksgiving, hmm. which is, I guess, because Thanksgiving is really tied more to, like, uh, a specific date in history. For the Americans, like, like we're not going to celebrate you guys landing at Plymouth Rock, right? Like that doesn't make I don't any know sense. That we're celebrating that anymore, anyway. I think that's uh, well, that's where it came from, say. right? That that's yeah. that that was the genesis yeah. of it. Yeah, I don't know you guys what have ours a genesis is. day. Yeah, yeah, that's Phil Collins' day too. Yeah, Phil Collins he has his own zone separate. Yeah, is he from before. Canada? No, he's British. Oh, 
Yeah, but I mean, it's all the same. You have the same queen. It's all colony, right? Yeah. A lot of of factual history being spoken today. (laughs) We're helping you with your segue. So, for oh, actually, that's not bad because you brought up the queen and the colonies, and now it's first world makers, which has nothing to do with that except to say, uh, yeah, actually, well, a lot of people do don't have the opportunity to just have a podcast and talk about nothing. That's a first right. world. Well, I guess right. that would okay. be a first world problem for you, right? I guess so. The whole point of this this podcast base or this topic is, you know, there's that meme that you see on the internet, and it's first world problems like. Oh my god, I'm so thirsty because I haven't had enough champagne to lick these stamps to send my mail or some nonsense like that. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a ridiculous problem that only, you know, the the wealthiest country in the world, you know, would wealthiest, I guess, would yeah. w- you know, would have to endure. You scroll through Facebook and you see like the you know, FML Tivo's out, you know, like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So we we thought that uh, I don't even remember who came up with this one, but let's let's say it was a joint effort. Um that basically like problems that makers have that are in the first first world you know like oh my god i ran out of 60 grit sandpaper i could only use 80 now yeah yeah that's a pretty good one (laughs) it's gonna take me longer you know because you watch a lot of these youtube videos of these guys like that make incredible things out of literally nothing and 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 then and then on the flip side of that is you have uh, these comments on people's YouTube channels like, well, if I had a hundred thousand dollars in tools, I could make that too. And you're like, well, I'd like to send you a link to this dude in Brazil who made a table saw out of, you know, like cans and yeah, and it's powered know, by a bicycle and yeah, exactly. And like he is making. There was one that I was watching in South America, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he basically made a. Um, a Minecraft box. I don't know if you ever saw this one, but like the sketchiest, like pre-war communist era, you know, uh, woodworking tools, all machine, no guards, no safety, no nothing. Must have been on 440 volt. Who knows what it was? But he made the most spectacular wooden box I have ever seen, and it was like Minecraft themed. It was really. Cool. I'll have to find that. Maybe that'll be my. Week. There's, there's so many examples of that. Yeah, uh, but that one it? just stuck out for me. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, I think it's is it Pask makes. Yeah, but Pask um, isn't isn't in the third world. He's in Australia. Uh, maybe that's not the channel. the guy I'm thinking of. He went out and he made himself a lathe, like a treadle lathe, and then okay. he used that to make himself a handle for a mallet, and then he used the mallet to do something else. And, and, but I mean, he did all this. He just went outside and he, you know, got some twine and wrapped it around and made this little treadle lathe. I mean, all from scratch. And yeah. Then he, turned a handle for a you know and the, uh gosh who am i thinking of you know Tim, what maybe you know this that, guy in fact the, I not that. only sawdust that guy he's yes port- not Portugal. only sawdust that's yeah. who it is that's who it yeah, he's is. a real but, upcycler yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean he, he does things with hardly anything at all i mean i watched him turn a an old filing cabinet to a mailbox or something with just a couple hand tools and hmm. so what would you say like if you've heard it once you've heard it a million times what like a prime example of uh, you know, a first world maker problem would be like, like, okay, I can't listen to this anymore. Wow. Well, I mean, I, not whining about finish, you know, Oh, it's got, it says I got to wait for my finish to dry. Right. You know, that's, that's one of the kind of bugs me. It's like, you have nothing else you could figure out to do <laughs> while that's drying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say like anything with the, the, 
the CNC 3D printer technology complaints, and I'm guilty of it because I do that too. Like, oh, I broke my last you know one sixty fourth inch bit. You know, like uh, now I can't <laughs> now I can't carve this thing to the thousandth of an inch in thirty seconds without doing anything but drinking coffee and staring at it. You know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's definitely like any of those types of complaints when I when I think about like you know I mean I love the machine and I would never give it up, um, but it is a luxury that is not a necessity and uh, and I, I you know I mean that's definitely one of the things we can talk about this topic. But I was also thinking about talking about like that um, the other side of it of like you know what because as as re, you know we talked about that just recently we we started from the beginning like what mm-hmm. we what will we give up and like, you know, what, or, you know, let's look at the other side of it too. Like what, what can we do with, you know, minimal Less. tools? Yeah. Yeah. I was, well, before I answer that, I was going to say, and maybe this is a controversial, the thing that I would say that just, I guess, grinds my gears, you know, that old expression? Yeah. Steams my broccoli. Steams your broccoli. Steams, yeah. I should have said that. I should have said that. Steams my broccoli hmm. is, uh, I guess the safety stuff taken to the next level. You know, like if you don't have a saw stop, you are just unsafe. You know, oh, and like, yeah. and like you are you know, going to lose your fingers. Right. That's that's yeah, probably that's, the first. That's world, a good one. Yeah, the first world um, hypocritical yeah. stuff that you hear from everybody. Like yeah. people have had table saws in their garages for what 75, 80 years. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and not to mention that, but never mind the, the table saw. Okay, we also have band saws. You can easily cut off your finger with a band saw. Yeah, think about this: some of the original sawmills that were next to a river that turned the paddle wheel, that turned the saw blade, that was about thirty feet high, mounted to the side of this rickety board. The river is powering it, and everybody's mm. standing there feeding stuff into this gigantic circular saw blade that's yeah. two stories leaning high. into it. It ain't gonna yeah. stop, uh, yeah. right? I mean, if if yeah. Now, not to say not to say that safety isn't important. Please don't take it that way. I hear what you're saying, though. It's like some yeah, people go over, uh, you know, a little overboard. And I always like to say, well, you know, you're, the kids are watching. Well, then you should be there to say, hey, look how look how Bill's being not safe right now. I don't want you, son, daughter, to do that. That's your responsibility, not mine. Um, That's right. And, and the same thing. It's just you know, you're responsible for your own safety, and especially if you if you have kids. So if you're letting your kids just look at my videos unsupervised, that's a horrible thing to do. Also, they're not doing that. There are no <laughs> kids, you know, who are googling yeah. Bill Lutz, you Table know, saw. guitar, cigar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just not doing that. And like, no offense to anyone, but that's not what kids watch. Unless you're there, watch like I will. Like my kids will come up to me because they don't want to go to bed, and they'll be like, "Oh, daddy, do you want to watch a tool video?" Because yeah. they know that I will definitely pause bedtime to watch a tool video. <laughs> so like that's when that happens, and then we'll sit there and watch together, you know. But they're not watching on their own. They're gonna find Peppa Pig or whatever it is on there. Safety, safety is a good one. Let me ask you guys this: So, what have you personally? And then we can. This is my thought: is what have you personally? Because we we all started out with with a few tools. Now we have a much more uh, detailed shop with more bigger tools. What do you consider now? What can you laugh at yourself about being more of a first world maker now? What What is something that you used to do and just be so man? I'm so happy my my screwdriver can open this paint can, and now I'm using chisels to do it. You know, right? I, that is a huge upgrade. I, I have I have my uh, yeah, chisels. <laughs> I have my my big one is. Uh, and uh, you know my my shop is fairly large, and you know, and in uh, there's the way the bench is set up, it's like you can't, you know, you have to walk around it. And um, I have like <laughs> I have hammers everywhere, like I have like a hammer, so there's nowhere I never have to walk more than like five feet to get a hammer. But then there's other <laughs> there's other tools that I don't have everywhere, 
you know, like, and I, I even have two sets of cordless drills, you know, so I have one on either side of the bench. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be doing something and I'll carry one with me to the other side and I'll be on the other oh, side of it. Oh, God. Both my screw guns are on the other side of the bench, like FML. <laughs> you know, this is horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? go over there like some kind whereas of a like, pleb. Whereas, like, like in the video I just put up this week where I did, like, five years of shop tours, and you look back at my previous iterations of my shop and how far I've come in five Like, five years ago, I had, like, one 12-volt, like, cordless drill that, you know, the battery didn't work on. You know, like, you yeah. had to keep it on the charger in between use and... And now I'm like, oh my god, both of my drills are <laughs> little things like that. Like how far I've, you know, we've come, and that's, and I, I laugh about it, you know, when I when I catch myself doing it because I realize how ridiculous that is. Let's see the one. Um, I think I've become a little bit more elitist and snobby about hand tools mm. because, mm. like, I actually know how to use and sharpen them now. Where and then my brother the other day says to me, says, "Hey Phil, can I borrow your hand planer?" <laughs> and I was like, no. I don't have a hand planer. He's like, you know, that thing that shaves. I was like, okay, you're using the wrong word for it. That means you don't know how to use it. And have it. <laughs> it's a hand plane. He's like, he's like, whatever. I was like, what do you want to do with it? He's like, oh, I want to shave down a door. I was like, nope, nope. You can't use a hand plane on MDF, brother. So you go get yourself a black and decker <laughs> hand planer from craigslist because when you damage it i'm gonna that's half an hour of work for me so <laughs> when yeah when you hit the doorknob with it and <laughs> i think there was a lot of confusion because he heard hand planer he saw hand plane he thought it was the same thing but you really cannot shave a door with a hand plane unless it's solid wood well usually most doors are though that the, the bottom the sides the, and the top they put yeah, a strip yeah, of solid wood so you can't solid. do that and then, and then it's like, even That's like hollow core doors. Hollow core doors, they yeah. do that specifically so you can use a hand yeah. planer well, to do that. I stand corrected, but I'm still not giving it to him. No, I wouldn't either, but, you know. Hand planer. I give hand advances, planer. I guess. <laughs> we do that. Also, the other thing I'm super, like, I guess, first worldly about is my table saw. Like, I came from some pretty rickety, crappy table saws. So I every time I get to use it, I always feel like, amazing like this is this is the cadillac of automobiles you know mm. yeah yeah i hear and you like i that. wouldn't want to go back you know i wouldn't want to go back to a job site saw yeah and i i've been um i've been working on dust collection like because i've always just been mm. like a total cowboy and just like i'm just like whatever i got a broom you know i got i'm gonna get cancer whatever yeah no but i mean yeah i got a bandana which is another first world safety thing you know, all the comments <laughs> i get for that that's third world safety yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I got multiple bandanas. I got one for every day of the week. Oh, well, excuse me, your majesty. <laughs> Mr. Frenchie. I call it a cowhole. <laughs> it's a cowhole. <laughs> Where's your workshop? It's a cowhole. Yeah. But, uh, but um, like, you know, I've been trying to, like, be, uh, upgrade my, my dust collection lately because, you know, mm -hmm. Chris Cute um, just gave me a, a dust collector, which is super nice of him. He had it, and he wasn't Sweet. really using it. It's taking up some space. So, so now I have a, a – I have – two and a half dust collectors in my shop now which is great because now i don't have to run the pipe to multiple things and, and so now i have one to the cnc basically in that it's the harbor freight one so it's not super strong but it does really like it can handle that one thing as soon as you start adding extra pipe to it you know yeah and then I, and then i have the shop vac too so i have like i'm trying to put that on sanders as i use them and and now i have this other one over by my um my my planer and my um uh table saw Table, no, well, the table saw has its own little one on it now. Um, oh. 
And then, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. First world problems, right? I bought the cheapo Harbor Freight, the little one. Uh, oh, yeah, I know which one. The one that goes like tucks underneath? Yeah, and I just shoved it underneath my bench because I had it snaked over to the CNC machine. And with all that extra pipe, it was just like not doing it right. for either of them, you know. So I got that for like 100 bucks. And, I put, and then like a month later, Chris Q's like, oh, I have this little Grizzly. Um, and it's actually like a, a medium size, like stand up one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he gave it to me. So then I was like, oh, well, great. That's awesome. So now I have that on my jointer and planer. And I can just I take it off the planer and just stick it into the bottom of the jointer. So now I have, like, right. like no dust. And if I have dust, it's like it's like my own darn fault for, like, not turning something on. It's pretty amazing, you know. That is amazing. It is. It's, hmm. uh, it's a, it's a nice. first world luxury. Absolutely. I, I think that's better than first world. That's, like, that's, you know, that's aristocratic. You know, it's like royalty, really. That you have that much dust collection is royalty. I'm like a king. Yeah. The king of no dust. Yeah. But it still gets messy in there. I'm not quite sure why. But uh, <laughs> so maybe maybe it's the hand planes. I got to get rid of the hand planer. <laughs> yeah, the hand planer. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so Bill, that's one, do you want to answer mind. your own question? Oh, wow. What would I say? Um, oh, I know. I know. I used to be like the common folk and drive a Kia. I <laughs> Ford will drive Ford F-250 now. Cool. Oh, F-250. <laughs> three, three F-250. Quarter time. Yeah. $250. That's right. That's yeah. how much it costs to fill up, actually. You know what? Uh, seriously, um, yesterday. It's over 100 bucks. Oh, I, I don't know yet because I haven't let it get past about three-eighths of a tank before I put gas in it because I'm you have, terrified. You have two it. tanks too, right? No, it's one tank, but it's 38 gallons. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we went yesterday. We took Danny to have spa day, and then from there we went directly to Napa to Mom and Dad's house to celebrate Mother's Day and have lunch with them. It was about 160 miles, and it literally took three-eighths of a tank of gas. That's not bad. <laughs> Considering it was $45 to put that three-eighths three back in my truck, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so it'd be a, it'd be a little over 100 bucks to fill up. It's yeah. about. I, I figure a buck ten. The way I drive, it was about a about one hundred twenty five bucks would be for a fill up. So that's not crazy for that kind of a truck. For the size tank, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I I figure the range on that easily, easily would be four hundred and fifty miles. Wow, that's a yeah. good amount. I yeah. get four hundred and fifty kilometers to a tank, which is about three hundred miles. Yeah, but I cost me sixty. It cost me forty eight U S dollars to fill yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, that's now that's if what, I was going on a freeway. You know, obviously I I'm averaging about ten miles a gallon running around town. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's what that's what my truck gets. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's empty or full, raining or snowing, fast or slow. It's just no, 10 we miles did. I I did really good on the freeway. It was so funny because we left uh, farther south in my house on our way to get to her parents, and there was it was over sixty miles on the truck before it moved from the full. It was, it was just wow. weird. Oh, that's but how much that, play you got there. Yeah, but then we hit traffic, and it was like for an hour and a half, we're just bumper to bumper. I'm like, watch, you can watch the needle going, oh, yeah, bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember growing up, my mom had a an 86 Buick Regal, and she was driving this car when I nice. turned 16. So I got to drive it every once in a while, and I remember I would – because, I mean, it was like – it was a big, stupid automatic, but it had a huge engine in the thing, and you could just do whole shots, <laughs> you know? Like, and so I would I – would, every time I drove her car, I would just – it was just the, the gas pedal was all the way down or I was standing on the brake. You know, it was one or the other. 
and, down. and you would you would like step on the gas and like so the you know the front end of the car would lift up and the gas gauge needle would drop because of the, <laughs> because the gas was you know gas shifting was in the tank because yeah. it was it, a floating and it, gauge and then it wouldn't come back as far as where it started <laughs> like every time you know? <laughs> i mean that thing was i mean the way i was driving at eight miles to the gallon at best you know Here, here's but, some first but gas grew on trees back then yeah, here's pretty the much. first world thing yeah. is is I remember uh, I had a 78 Firebird. It was pretty cool. Had yeah. Shiny rims. Yeah. Nice. So um, friends would get together and be like, okay, let's go. I'll drive. We'll go blah, blah, go to Santa Cruz. Okay, everybody pitch in a couple bucks for gas. And that would actually do the job because, you know, yeah. even though gas, gas was a 60 dollar cents a gallon. Yeah. Well, dollar, we, dollar twenty a gallon. Hold on a second. OPEC was what year? That was 73. Seventy-five. Yeah, I re- I remember the gas shortage in '73, but yeah. I'm talking about when I was a teenager. Gas was like a buck twenty-five a gallon. So yeah, um, so you're in California, okay. so it's more for me because when I was a teenager, yeah. you know, a few years later than you, that was about what we were paying right here, a dollar a gallon. Yeah. So I had a friend that he had a he had an eighty. His dad was like an engineer, and uh, so he, he was a hypermiler before hypermiling was cool. Then he had a Dasher diesel. Still not cool. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he had a Dasher diesel station wagon, and that was the guy's, the dad's commuter car. And um, so it got, you know, 50 miles to the gallon Jeez. diesel, you know, top speed. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was a little diesel mini station wagon, BW, you know. And so top top speed on the thing was like 60, you know. And now it took a while to get there. So we would we would go out on weekends, and we would take his car, and, uh, and he would like literally, okay, everybody pitch in for gas money, and we'd each hand him a quarter. <laughs> and all four of us, because before it was in the car, and so he'd put one dollar of gas in, because his dad was like, "You make sure there's as much gas in there as when I gave it to you." Yeah. And so we would drive drive all around town all night, you know, for on, on a dollar, you know, like that's insane. <laughs> that's crazy. That is insane. I don't know if I have any first world issues in my shop because Casey and I have talked about this. Like when we go to move, I might get rid of all my tools. I mean, and just start again. I I don't have that attachment to. To things, um, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but I have this. Uh, I like my drill press. It's like an. It's a much older drill mm-hmm. press. It's like a. It's like and it's a bit. It's a big jet, GL14, and I like that it's no. It's, it's older than yours. Mine's the green one. Okay. You're, you've got the tan jet. I. I it's like yeah. black and tan. Yeah. Yeah. So mine's older than that, and but I kind of like that it feels. I, I mean, it's, it, I, I agree with that, but again, if if my if the, my big if my table saw my rigid, which I love, it's you know, uh, if it took a dump, I don't know that I would be that upset. I just yeah, I, I, I don't know that I find myself complaining if I don't have a certain tool. I'm automatic, and maybe it's being being a maintenance person, doing facilities maintenance my for pretty much my entire career. You're always ready to jury rig something to to make yeah. it happen. You're always I, ready for that. And that's the, that's more that third world thing too. I mean, that's where we kind of yeah. came up. You know, more, yeah. maybe more that. Well, you too, Phil, because you were like a Craigslist hunter and oh, yeah. still am. Yeah, still jury rigging stuff together and. Yep. But um, yeah, I have I have some some personal attachments to a couple tools, you know, in my shop that I would have a hard time. But then there's other ones that it's just and it's like like my lathe, for instance. Like I never use my lathe. Um, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not. I'm just not super into it. But it's a beautiful old Delta lathe, and and I got it for nothing. And if I if I could go and sell it or whatever, but I'll never get another old lathe like that. Like, yeah. You know, I'd have to, I it just I would never I would just lose money in the future if I ever like advanced got into turning or something. So you gotta hang on to it, you know. You know, now that I think about it, there is only one tool that I would take with me if like if this is the scenario we're moving. Get rid. I have this one screwdriver, and it was my dad's, and it's yeah. beat to hell. 
You I know what co- I mean? I have a couple of things like that, but I mean, for the most That's part, it. like outfitting my shop, <laughs> I went for so many years because I've always had access to tools through my job. You know yeah. what? I know, I know what my first world uh, whining is about. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. You know You're what? Right. Yeah. I, I, I worked I worked 40 hours this week and I'm tired when I get home and there's yeah. I mean just you two as being parents you know you, you work full time and then you come home and you have responsibilities for your kids so may, maybe that's my big thing it's like ah you know I can't work on my cigar box guitar tonight because I'm just a beat you know and, yeah. no that's a real one that's definitely mm-hmm. a real one well and that's like how many people like basically are struggling to make ends meet period two three jobs yeah right you know, the, and we're the, like I can't I don't even have time for my hobby today well and you think about like people making in you know second third world situations where they're and you know we're talking about you see the guy goes out in the woods and you know and i always think of that primitive technology guy although that's different but um but there's people there's people in other countries that they have a hammer and they're making things with a hammer like for, to, eat. to feed to feed their family. That's you know? how they're working. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're actually doing and construction and with taking, a couple of hand tools or yeah. framing houses. You, you know? see those videos of these guys in India that are like making these beautiful mosaic tiles things, and you know, are making copper pots, and and they're like using like a hammer and a rock and like a piece of steel, and and it takes them all day, and we could do it in like you know one tenth the time as a hobby, you know, right. in the weekend with our amazing machines, but. But, you know, they're doing it to pay the bills and we're doing it for, you know, maybe in some cases to pay the bills. But yeah, yeah. it's like how, you know, how, how can they compete with us? It's like that. Yeah, the time thing. They Time is, is Well, they luxury. have more time than money, right? And we have right, and the we opposite. Have, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have well, another that, one. And this one's an, a like, I don't know, maybe you'll get mad at me. I don't know. The word, I feel like the word hustle is getting <laughs> like too much usage. Yeah. And everybody's got like, yeah. I got, I got like my day job and I got my hustle. I was like, I guess I feel like that word has gotten, like, made to feel too nice. It's not really a very nice, nice I word. Think, I think that's a younger thing because, seriously, and I'm not making this up. You're gonna laugh, but when I think of the hustle, it is a dance yeah. that I learned in the fifth grade. Okay, you know? well, this I mean, is it, this... it's so I I've never really utilized that word anyway. Okay. You know, they, they, the other it's one they the use 70s. is the, they use the term uh, gig, gig economy. Yeah. Um, which is, I think I've heard, I don't, I don't, I kind Fiber. of favor, yeah, I favor that more, but I always just kind of let people like, oh, well, in the gig economy. And I've just always been in the gig economy, like before there was a gig economy. So, right. well, see, to me, if, if gig know. is related to music. Yeah, you know, that's so what I mean. Say, oh, like, I got a side gig. It's like, oh, side hustle, side gig. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. I'll tell you why it also bothers me is because hustle, right? Sounds like something that you're doing short term, like without any kind of strategy or, or long term thinking. It's or, just or, like or I, got, I make a couple to, of bucks and I'm going to make it off the back on of somebody this. too. Hustle always yeah. represented. Yeah, exactly. So that's you know, you're a hustler. Like. You're a scam artist. So I think right, what we're exactly. seeing is I think we're seeing uh, the evolution of the language here with that word. I think that word's yeah. changing definition yeah. right now because that I happens. Think, with I words. think we're getting old, and Pinsky's joining us. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. I mean, you know. Bad means good. Like, you know what I mean? Like these types of things. Like literally, you can say <laughs> yeah, something is bad and mean and it means good. So that's yeah. they oh, have a more to... recent one because you know before uh, Dab was that good is when the Simpsons quote. <laughs> that's a, bad that's, means I'm, good, I'm, and and to shake your booty means to wiggle one's butt. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's two for you. Here's two for you. This is sick. Here we go. Right. This is sick. Meaning that's yeah. it's so yeah, cool. Sick. Yeah. And the other one that is, one oh, that's life, fat. P H A T. That's yeah, fat. But, well, that's that a whole new over. word, though. That's a whole new yeah. word. And yeah, it is it's not still, over. It's, like, it's not. Well, <laughs> that'll never. Fat be over. is definitely over. No, no way. 
No one said that in a that's very whack. Long time. That is so whack. That's <laughs> more. That's more over. That makes the other one look under. I mean, that's. <laughs> See, I, I thought I, I remember back when for sure started coming around. So. Uh, totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally, bro. What is that? Uh, adorbs. So, how first world is yep. that that we can complain about fad words that people use? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a good one. Yeah, okay. I'm trying Moving to keep on. it within the scope of making, though. Yeah. We are currently um, making fun, so I don't know if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just all those all those tool upgrades in general, really. You know, like, we've we've talked about our, our first table saws and our first skill saws and, and all these different things. And uh, and then, you know, going. I always go back to that, just that seeing people in, in these other climates where they – they have no options. Like they don't have the options that we have. It's like, oh, should I should I splurge for the festool or should I just get the Dewalt? You know, meanwhile, the, the guy still just got the same hammer that his grandfather gave him. You know, yeah. like, and they should had to, we get they had electricity this year? Nah, no, nah, we don't need that. And then and, you know, and then there was, and we talked about this guy before. Then there's the, you see these innovators um, because you know that's where a lot of innovation comes from is is the limitations. Necessity. And yeah, and that's what I always talk about too, like limitations. So you say like the the kid that builds the windmill out of garbage and yeah. gets, gets a light bulb in his house, and now is I mean that's going to better his family for like generations to come. You know, like yeah. the, now that they have this education for the radio and they have a light so they can stay up and read at night. Yeah, exactly. That's what you it know. is. They could read at night. Yeah, read at night because I mean a lot of the world they just once it's dark that's it. You're done. You can't. There's no more learning. There's no more working. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's only it's making more farm hands. Turn yeah, around a little yeah. bit to um, talk about some first world controversy because that's every country can almost do that. People whining about how is it handmade if it's CNC and blah, 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 blah. And um, I find that argument to be just so far beyond ridiculous because at first all people had was a stone hammer. And then the first guy that invented, uh, you know, a saw with a metal blade on it. Oh, that's not handmade, you know. You, yeah, you didn't chew that flint. tree down. Yeah, use a piece of flint. Um, but you hold the ages, beaver by its tail and have it. <laughs> I, re- I remember watching um, uh, what's his bucket that does the uh, not is not Roy Underhill. There was a guy that was uh, this. Chris yeah, maybe it was oh. the the New Yankee Workshop. Norm Abrams. No, there was a guy that used to he used to do old school stuff to where he literally had like he would use the hand crank drill, right? Yeah. You no, know, the Paul Sellers. I don't know the. I can't remember. It was a super cool show. He was, showed how, I mean, one that stuck out is he, he showed how you would bore a rifle barrel, how they used to do that, you know, with the octagon barrel, how they would bore that. And they would have to take a long piece of, of harder steel than the, the, the hmm. barrel is, and then they would sharpen it and just, it would take forever. And I'm just thinking. It's a breach, but, yeah. Yeah, but that was so much more technology during their time than what came before it. Everything is newer technology than what you had before. Saw yeah. stop is an amazing technology compared to a regular table saw. So how can you it's say right. something's not handmade if it's CNC? Because you, you wouldn't walk into a machine shop where these guys are actually building a car, right, uh, at a Ford plant or something like that, and these guys are actually using a mill and, and the CNC lathe and all that. You wouldn't say, oh, that, that car is made by a computer. No, it's made by men using these machines by hand making it. It's an extension. Maybe. Maybe we need to stop using the term by hand and start using the term by mind. It's always been that way, though. It is always that's, that's been that way. That's what I mean, mind. right? Yeah. So it's always by human mind. Yeah. And then. Or even what, just, yeah, just human made, you know? I mean, yeah. everything's human made. Man made. Man made. <laughs> I mean, at one point, I was going to rename my title, man, my, uh, my channel Man Made. I thought that was a cool. 
I, I just I think my, my point to that whole thing was that I think it is a first world complaint or a controversy. That's really yes, what you no other country about. could possibly complain about that because no other country has no, a the... lot of guys from around the world do. I'm saying there are other countries that do it too. They still have that whole controversy about handmade, but I, I just think it's a silly controversy to have. You want to have a controversy, talk about different finish, right? I mean, at least there's something that you can, yeah. I have experience with blah, blah, blah. And I know this works well in the weather. No, this is better than that is, but to complain about somebody made something, you're trying to degrade that because you disagree with how they made it i just i find that a first world controversy a first world argument a first world something to whine about you know pick something people have been complaining about machines and automation stealing their jobs right for the last Mm -hmm. 200 years i'm sure it's been longer than that longer than probably longer yeah well Well, i mean the industrial revolution dawn of the in 1840 right exactly (laughs) so things like you know, like uh, like the car taking over from you know horse and buggy. Like the, this is going to end civility and civilization and society. It's you know have these loud things in the in the city. You know what I mean? So every piece of innovation always has early adopters, people who are cert- like love it and jump into it whole hog. And there are other people who are the detractors who think that it's going to yeah. end everything that we do. And it's no yeah. different from the CNC to the 3D printers to all this stuff. And wait till the next thing when we've got uh, I don't know. You just think it, and it makes it. I, I don't know, but I'm not using no 3D printer. I mean, that plastic gets stuck on the tip, and it that's, just it's not ruin handmade. your day. That's yeah. it ruin your day. I mean, my day is gone now because my plastic clogged tip printerator got <laughs> CNC is one thing, yeah. but like because I dreamed printers? something up in my mind, I designed it on a computer, and I printed it out of my machine, and it took six hours. That's ridiculous. I agree. <laughs> um, that's not making. Yeah, but that's you know I, I just pointed that out in my in my little shop tour rehab thing the other day that like you know when I when I started my workshop and what I was doing like I had this this sort of idea that handmade to me was was uh you know no anything above a one ten outlet like a normal standard household outlet and, and no computers in my shop and that was what I wanted to do because I thought that was I thought that was weirder than the CNC comment it's like two twenty that's for that's for the aristat well because I I felt like that gets into industrial machinery. And like and what what I was you know setting out to do was, and I didn't realize that uh, how many of these types of not not tools to defend you to yourself, um, but we don't have to. You, I mean, it's, I've changed. No, but. no, no, no. I mean, but you were you were not saying that you're not doing it by hand if you use it more than one ten. You were saying I'm going to try and do these things without using these tools, without using. You know what I'm saying? That was your yeah. thing for you. There's a difference between yeah, that. And I, and I and edited putting it. somebody else down by saying, "Hey, your coffee table sucks because right, right. you use a two twenty on your table saw." You know? And I and I did I did edit it down a little bit uh, in the remake. But when I did the video ori- originally, I mean, I said to that, I was like, "I know this is stupid and antiquated, but this is this is the parameters I'm working with because I, my whole business is built on limitations with reclaiming, and, and yeah. those are these limitations I had set on myself when I was building that shop. And like that, my my landlord, he's like, "Do you want a two twenty line?" I was like, "No, I don't." You know, I want to I want to keep this like you know homeowner sized tools and stuff. But that was five years ago, and things have changed. And um, yeah. and, and I it get was, why you said it. I just thought it was funny to break it out yeah. by voltage type. Yeah, that was just. I, I, I just, hadn't heard that either. It's like yeah. I'm not going to do anything above 110. That's a Tim Sway thing. That really is. Yeah. Well, I was just the, the parameters I All said. Right. And yeah. uh, because it was, you're getting into just a, it's a thing. Not everybody has a 220 outlet besides their dryer. You know what I mean? But how next many amps? You know, next thing you know. Oh, He's going to be all oh, three no. phase. He'll be yeah, all, exactly. three phase all three phases in a couple of years. Um, hopefully solar. <laughs> three phase four forty. Yeah, three three phase four forty solar. 
Oh, I will never use never. three phase in my shop. <laughs> but, uh, Meanwhile, he's got a series of windmills in his backyard. Yeah, but uh, but but the you know that was the whole thing is that I you know I realized that that was ridiculous and I moved on because I didn't want to get stuck in that mindset. Like I love my hand tools, but you know it's like well I can't draw a line in the sand that say anything that happens after this line is something I'm not going to do. Maybe I could personally, but I couldn't with my son. Because I'm teaching him this stuff, and that would just be unfair. I'd be like, "What am I? I'm gonna teach my son the 1880s way of woodworking? That's great if he's gonna go and do, you know, work at, you know, the, some historical Sturbridge Village, and you know, and uh, and and reenact woodworking of the 1880s. But if he's gonna go out and be a viable, productive member of the future of design and making, then he needs mm-hmm. to know a CNC. So I forced myself to learn the CNC so I could teach it to him, and then I'm just like, get aside, son. I'm I'm busy using the CNC now. I'm just like all into it, <laughs> you know." And he's more into hand planes right now, which is great because I think that there needs to be that connection. There needs to be that bridge. You can't just learn CNC. I mean, you can, but in my opinion, if you're going to be a well-rounded maker, you need to understand the roots of it. You need to understand how to bang on the rock, you know, with another rock all the way up to the CNC, like in, in whatever I find comes using next. I find using hand planes in, in a lot of times is way faster than busting out a machine to do it because of the oh, setup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... You know, you want to flatten just this one part here. Like, I want to get rid of bandsaw marks on, like, a small piece of wood. Out comes the hand plane. Two seconds, done. Yeah. It's, it's so small, I couldn't even fit feed it into, uh, you know, the planer anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just, you know, clamp down the CNC and run a tool path. Where, no, you just grab the yeah, hand exactly. plane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, you know, and routers. And routers tend to, like, like chamfering edges, I, I tend to use a hand plane almost all the time because the router is the one that's going to cause a problem. You're going to lean a little bit with it or something. You have, like, a, you know, a pattern bit or something on there and. Yeah, you know, I, I chamfer with the router in the router yeah, table. Sounds like a first world problem to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. It exactly. is. So, uh, <laughs> absolutely. How best yeah. to do a chamfer? No, yeah. I'm my way is the best. Well, be it, here's if the chamfer bits in the router table. Yeah. Yeah. With a bearing guide. Yeah. But if it's not, I just grab the hand plane because <laughs> yes. now I got to change the router bit because I, I ain't nobody got time for changing router bits around right. here. It's first world. You're right. <laughs> Must be nice to have all those chamfered planes and bits of routers. And I have, and I have now that I have the new iron and sole little plane. I have that on the other side of the shop. So now I have planes on both sides of the shop. I have joined. Bench. I I, I <laughs> don't plane. have a CNC, but I've joined the first world now because I not only used my iron and sole little saw, yeah, which which is just an amazing little saw, by the way, my little pull saw. I yeah. used my uh, my my skawaii Oh, oh, you did? Wire. I did. You used it. I, I used yeah. it for uh, the laying out of the uh, fretboard of all the marks. Uh, I used it to find um, how to attach the box corners because it was it was just so handy and convenient to get that. It's all right there. You just pick one that fits, and it's going to fit for all four. The little hole. That's yeah. for a mark. There you go. So I, I used both of my uh, my Podmates uh, tools that were supplied to me. That's yeah. terrific. The, the square is a very useful tool. It's not just a wall. Yeah, I, I even yeah. took the nails out of the wall where it hangs because it's not going back up. Yeah, now it's just going to shove it in the drawer. You know, that's where it goes. I don't know. I I, built it's a going on top holder. of all my other little uh, measurators and stuff. I just nice. have a pile. Yeah, that's where you want it, with the measurators. Yeah, just yeah. keep it in a pile of measurators. There's another. I have, I have, um, I think I have four squares in the shop, one in each corner. <laughs> Four square. I, I know the guy that makes them. So. It's a but dance. It's yeah. a church. It's all kinds of things. Hopscotch. <laughs> That's a first world game. No, is third it? world game. That, yeah. yeah. Hopscotch. So all you need is mud to play that game and a rock. Yeah. And a stick. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
uh, single malt scotch is a first world problem. <laughs> is there a triple malt scotch? It'd just be a blend after that. Oh. I don't know what any of that means. There's means there's one malt or whatever, one kind of uh, grain versus a blend of grains. So is there just scotch with no grain malts? Nope. That's probably what third world people drink. I I don't know. And I wish them all the best in their drinking endeavors. <laughs> you know, that's seriously a first world problem is the choices we have to make on how to get drunk. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, yes. yeah. I agree with yeah. you. It is a daunting task. I, I don't drink anymore, though, so. Okay. Mr. First World. Ooh la la. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Fancy. Yeah. I don't drink anymore. Well, you're too good for us now. it interferes with all my yeah. drugs that I take, so. <laughs> yeah. Some people call it medication, you know, whatever. Mm. We call it drugs. Yeah. It's not, you're just buying it on the street corner. I mean. Pretty much someone else's medication. I think. So, so can we wrap? Can we wrap this up by saying, um, uh, just how lucky just, we are? Yeah, how yeah lucky and, we, and don't take grateful. it for granted. Yeah, yeah we're like, lucky. oh man, I, I wish I had a better. Uh, don't take it for granted, man. You got yeah. everything. Not for need. nothing, but no matter what you got, someone's got it worse, and someone's got it better, and it's always going to be that way. And yeah, no matter that what person you got, is you Tim can, Sway. He's can, got it better. You yeah, can take it, four hammers, four squares. You, you can take what you have, and you can excel with no matter what it is, and, and learn yeah. along the way. And you may choose to, you may choose to upgrade. You may choose to downgrade. It's all up to you. But it's it's be be grateful. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Or else, <laughs> or else, or don't, or don't. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, I like how we ruined that very like poignant moment (laughs) guys be grateful you know everyone doesn't have the options that you have or don't (laughs) whatever so uh what are we watching let's go for tim sway is it what are you watching uh swayze swayze (laughs) i changed my name i changed my name to tim swayze Tim Sw- please, for the love of God, do that. Please change your <laughs> fake name to Tim Swayze. <laughs> uh, I am watching. Um, I don't. I don't know his real name. His his uh, YouTube name is Funky Sod S O D. Um, I know that channel. Yeah, he's a small channel. He's got uh, you know, uh, I think under 100 subscribers. I, I just subscribed. He's interacted with me you know forever. But I just when he's, I clicked on his, his uh, Instagram, yeah. Yeah, I just clicked on his channel uh, just this morning, and I watched this video that was fantastic, and I thought of Phil instantly. And um, it's it's the one that is the link in the show notes, and he made a, a like a box, like a whiskey bottle box, right? But um, it's it's a cage in the front of it, like, a, and is and there's a lock on it. So he made this like metal like lock, like a little prison for it. And yeah. then he says in the description of the video that it was a gift, and there's a padlock on it. It was a gift for someone he's giving it to them with no key because the last gift he had given this person was a lockpick set. I guess no a, clever. someone that was interested in learning to pick locks. And so I just so thought, you thought was, of me because that's a real jerky gift. I thought of you for several reasons. One is because it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the jerky kind of thing you would do. <laughs> and the other is it was a whiskey box, and that's like you know your right. claim to fame. But it was right. But I thought you would. I thought you would enjoy seeing it because um, I mean I, I'm not saying that you should go steal this. I don't know if you listen to our podcast or not, but I'm not saying you should steal this idea and go capitalize on it in your Etsy store. But you might want to steal this stolen. idea. Yeah. <laughs> It was a clever. It was a clever design, and uh, and I, I, I thought like I was like, oh, I'm gonna keep a note of that because it might come in handy someday. 
Yeah. That's awesome. all. Yeah. Okay. Bill Lutz, what are you watching? I am watch. I'm starting to get questions now. Like I'm some kind of uh, an authority on cigar box guitars and playing music, and I'm and I'm. I know I talk a big game, but I really have no clue what I'm doing. And so there's a channel that I didn't even know if it's a name. It's L L J J E E Y Y is the name of the channel. There's a link. Um, but this say guy, it again. Say it one more time. L L J J E E Y Y. L J E I I don't know. Oh yeah. Okay. But anyway, this guy has got basically it's it's cigar box guitar playing for the absolute beginner for dummies type approach. And it's if if you're interested in it and you have a cigar box guitar, you can. He, I mean, he literally talks in layman's terms how to try and start using this thing. And then once you get past that, I mean, he's got one um, one lesson is there to play "Let Her Cry" by uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. of all time, and just a nice simple strumming chord progression slide guitar. And you, that's like the fifth or sixth lesson, but it's it's just awesome. If, if, if you're really interested in learning and, and uh, you're listening to this, check out this guy's channel. Uh, there's some great beginner information right there on, on how to start making noise with your cigar box guitar. That's what I'm watching. Nice. Excellent. So my shout-out is going to be the Minecraft guy that I talked about earlier. Uh, the name of the channel is called Makinas de Madeira. And uh, he's got a whole bunch of videos um, about making Minecraft-themed wooden gifts and stuff. I guess he's got chests and boxes, and like he's got like a like it looks like an eight-bit sword, an eight-bit like gardening hoe, and all kinds of really cool things. But I don't want to say that it's necessarily a third-world shop, but it's definitely South American, and and it does feel like things are very different than what we have in North America, and certainly the safety stuff is gone, and, uh, yeah, it's some interesting types of machinery, so check that out. Hmm. But nice. it's, it's like, stunning, beautiful work. Like, it's, it's incredible. Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, what do we do now? Okay. Our channels... On Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com. Actually, uh, the uh, the editor of Canadian Woodworking Magazine reached out to me last week to say that they're going to be doing a review of the saws. No uh, the way. Bre- yeah, yeah. So I'm listed as the sole Canadian reseller, so I'm going to get plugged in Canadian nice. Woodworking Magazine. Yeah, it's cool. I didn't even have to send him the tools. He got them right from the supplier. So like There's like better. eight or nine people that are going to hear about you now. There's going to be a good half dozen eggs. Who hear it? So yeah, it'd be great. I'm I'm not subscribed to Canadian Woodworking. That's weird. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That seems odd. That's yeah. Well, you should be. You're right there. It's like mm. you should get rounded up because you're so close. Mm. <laughs> no. All right. Maybe someday. I mean, you can aspire to if you ever enter the first world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A nice little dig. There you go. <laughs> William Lutz dot com not dot ca yet it's dot com <laughs> uh there's there's a lot of stuff on there that is basically bill's universe and it's uh it's a great site and you know who built that justin sparks built that because mm. he loves bill so much how many people have had another person build them a website out of love talk about first world problems huh mm. yeah yeah how, look look at you sifting through this pile of web developers to make you websites it's that's a problem. Yeah, I toss him out left and right. Justin, he scares me, so I let him do it. 
Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. TimSway.net. I don't think Jason Payne's scary in that regard, but there's a... I think there's... there was a little bit of love involved, but there was also a financial transaction. So it was, you know. Sometimes financial transactions are involved in love. Yeah, that is true. First world, you know, baby. If you know what I'm saying. Actually, that's that's all worlds. Yes. Um, NewPerspectivesMusic.com. I don't have anything funny to say about that. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback. Oh, I get we it. love that stuff. Info at ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com by email or hit us up on Twitter at ReclaimedAudio. On iTunes, leave us those reviews. I did something really, really, really nice for the guys at uh, Maybe Podcast. I left them a five-star review. Did you really? Yeah, I was kind of bored today. So, um, But I, I did that. that. Well, you should because they are paying us every single week. Is it on iTunes? I can do it there? Yeah. You guys and did, I think I, I'm I I just don't know I'm I don't know I I sometimes I'm ashamed. Probably not for this reason, but um, <laughs> so I, when I went on there, obviously it's done by country, right? So it's not it's not all countries. You get to see if you're in Canada, you only get to see Canada. If you're in the U.S., you only get to see U.S. on the iTunes store. Yeah. So uh, there is either me or maybe one other guy who have left or a person who has left a Canadian review because. There were too few reviews to actually see it, <laughs> I, which means uh, obviously not that many Canadian listeners. But uh, I'm sure there's many more. I'm sure. I'm sure when you go into leave a U.S. one, you'll see the other U.S. reviews. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm heading there now. I also regret saying it. But um, on Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/reclaimedaudio, the absolute best way to promote your. Uh, moderately successful podcast on ours so that's <laughs> just, other people should go ahead and do that it's the ringing endorsements that make us so lovable i think that's i think so i yeah, think yeah. so I, I think it's the it's the two minutes of solid advice embedded in the 60 minutes of what what it is that we do i don't know i'm not sure what we do yeah well, we're doing something. I don't know how it works either. That's where you two come in. I just, it's the magic box comes on. I see your face. We talked for a while. I think it was Carl Sagan who said that any sufficiently advanced technology appears as magic. Yes. That is, that that was is Carl awesome. Sagan. I love that. Who's yeah. Carl Sagan? I'm going to pretend like you didn't say that. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's about it for this week. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to flood Bill's inbox with Carl Sagan right now. And, uh, and, and we'll see you next week. Have a great one. Bye, everybody. Be good. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs>